Hey everybody, welcome to the first ever AUSU podcast launch. We're super excited to be here. Thanks for joining us. We've got Brandon Simmons, who's our AUSU president. We've also got Melinda Gertz, who's our VP external and student affairs. And uh, we're currently on our executive uh, retreat and we've been having a blast for the last couple of days, uh, just ripping through so many different topics for the students union and primary purpose here today is to launch our podcast and so we've got a microphone here and uh, super excited for what's coming down the pipe here for AUSU. The big piece of this is also to introduce sort of what is this podcast all about and so maybe we're going to start there and Linda I'm going to start with you. Why a podcast? Yeah so honestly there's a lot of different reasons why we thought a podcast would be a really good idea. Um, A lot of the feedback we got from our Uh, student membership, our counselors as well, was that we wanted more ways to engage with our community. Being an online university um, has its um, kind of special things to navigate around and we found that a podcast would be a really good idea. Um, Kind of giving a voice literally to our organization. So um, one of the things we wanted to do was have some fun with things as well. So um, kind of just a whole new medium to be able to engage with people. So a lot of our students consume information with podcasts already. So we thought we could um, kind of join that and again kind of in a fun easygoing way kind of real time as well um, Sweet mm-hmm. Brandon, what are your thoughts? So why, why a podcast for AUSU? You know what it, the credit really goes to uh, Melinda She was you know, what, we've all we're always trying to find new ways to be able to provide benefit to our membership and When that was posed as okay, what else can we do? That was one of the suggestions like why not? This is a great op- another opportunity for us to try and reach out to our students and I really like Melinda's comment of let's give a voice to it. How many students even know who their professor is? I know I can think of one instance where I knew who the professor was, and that was because it was a special class that was a one-on-one. Yeah. Undergraduates don't get that. Well, it's nice with this new uh, mobile recorder. When we go into meetings and other events, we can actually try and actually ha- sit down and have those conversations and try and get more feedback from uh, professors and academics and that at the university. I, the, you know, the Voice magazine is kind of trying to do more of that, and we want to be able to see how other ways that we're able to, to try and bring that to students and make the university more alive, help them to see that you do tend a real university. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Melinda, you kind of touched on this a little bit, and it's really about bringing a personality to AUSU and, and physically bringing the voice to AUSU. Um, what are the benefits of a podcast to students? Like, what, what is the benefit of doing this? Honestly, I don't know where the benefits end. I know that's maybe kind of a cheesy response, um, but in all honesty, I'm I'm most excited to see where we can take it. Um, I can see it being a great way for us to kind of inform students on upcoming events, whether that's award contests, um, different, more on an academic um, platform, right? So these are timeframes you need to be aware of. Um, there's tons of our students, for example, I'm just going to run off the top of my head, but for example, we have a new uh, way to take online exams, for, so using um, ProctorU. So we've uh, recently acquired codes that we're able to give out for different contests, things like that. So whether it's real-time information about the university and anything relevant. I know mental health campaign is a really big thing right now. It's, it's more just a, n- a whole other avenue that we can reach people, whether it's specifics to the university or if it's different initiatives that we're doing. Um, and hopefully my personal vision for this is just kind of where students can go where they can get real-time information from other from their peers right so whether whatever seems to be happening at that time um, will be something you can just throw on the agenda for the podcast I love it 
And Brandon, from your perspective, sort of what, what are the benefits to students for having a podcast? You know, obviously bringing in a level of fun, some personality. What else? You know what? Uh, I think one of the neat things is going to be, you know, we're going to be able to have interviews and things like that. So uh, our counselors yeah. who we've got, we've got a council and it's across Canada. We had somebody who actually ran outside of Canada for council. So like it, we do represent a broad uh, area and we'll be able to bring their voices in on that doing interviews and you know different campaigns you know we do a lot of advocacy and I think a lot of students don't necessarily understand just how much we actually do in that regard you know we've got a mental health campaign that we're going to be launching here and just just next week check keep your eyes open we're going to have another Facebook live to kind of introduce what's happening there so there's all sorts of events that we want students to actually be able to understand what's going on and try and get involved as well. So it's just one more medium to be able to try and give those opportunities to students. Yeah, I think that's great. The one thing that I do know for sure is that there are not a lot of students unions and students associations across the country that do podcasts. And I think for an online environment, it's a perfect fit. I think there's so many benefits, like Melinda was saying, that can really not only benefit the students from staying informed, but also uh, you know building some community here at AU as well. And and using a podcast to do that. So whether you're out gardening or, you know, driving down the road and, and just want to listen and, and see what's happening new on uh, at an AU uh, or AUSU and AU level, you can do both. So I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that it's pretty low risk, like for the amount of resources it takes. It's also on a, on a student budget. Um, you know, a podcast is super cheap avenue to reach people um, on both ends, right? So for us, it was a pretty low-risk endeavor, and um, audio is pretty accessible to most people, so it might be a really good way for us to access. Sweet. Membership. So Melinda, before we sign off, tell us a little bit about what we want to call this podcast and uh, sort of a call to action to our all of our members. Well, so that's um, kind of dovetails into one of the reasons why we wanted to do this Facebook Live as well. Um, this is a brand new initiative. We're all super excited about the idea of the podcast. Um, I think it's a, an idea that will form a little bit more as we get further along. Uh, but before we can do much with it, we need a name. So so, yeah. so that is one of the kind of a, a outreach to our membership is to um, see if we can get some clever ideas. Um, obviously, we've tried to kind of brainstorm a little bit. And then we thought, what are we doing? Uh, we've got thousands of students that could um, we could data mine a little bit. So we're hoping with this Facebook Live event, um, if you're watching this, if you have some ideas, uh, just post them in the comment box below. Um, certainly, we're gonna watch all of those. In um, afterwards, if you wanna send us an email, bump us something, um, you can reach me directly, vpx, sorry, vpex at ausu.org. But we really wanna get some some ideas because I think we'll find some, some gems. Absolutely. Well, thanks everybody for joining us for this Facebook Live session. This podcast is gonna continue and we've got some really cool questions to throw over to both Brandon and Melinda. So uh, you're going to get notified of our podcast launch uh, later on. And uh, be sure to come back and listen to the rest of what's about to happen right now. Thanks again. And uh, great to have everybody join us today. Have a good one. All right. So back to our podcast here. We are super excited to continue this. Uh, those of you that just finished watching us on Facebook Live, that was really very much uh, sort of the introduction of this, but how excited really, like honestly, Melinda, Brandon, how pumped are you about this initiative in general? Honestly, I'm super stoked. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. I think it's, um, I know we had already mentioned this, but for so many reasons, I think it's just going to be something that I, I like. It's a little bit more informal. So it's something that as things come up, if there's a cool initiative that we want to advertise, we can just kind of get the content throughout the podcast. Brandon, honestly speaking, when you think about the years that you've had being a part of AUSU, one of the biggest challenges 
is being able to communicate to students and get students engaged. Do you think putting a voice, like a physical voice, like a podcast, that students can come and listen in on, whether it's tips, whether it's about certain information about academics or their programs, like how valuable do you think that's gonna be for students to be able to just tap in and, and get a voice attached to some of these initiatives? I think it's gonna be huge. I, then again, it's, it's not gonna be for everyone, but we've recognized that in eight, over the past few years, we've really tried to branch out as far as we can because not everybody consumes media in the same way. They each have their own kind of niche markets. And yeah, totally. so you want, we wanna, we try to cast as wide a net as we can so that we're reaching out to our members in the way that they want to and consume media. Maybe it's come across a little boring. It's coming from the marketing uh, background I, I come from, but you know what? There's a lot to be said about that. And we are really, when I started off, we really didn't do much for communication. It was six years before I even knew we had a student union. Yeah, and, which is common. <laughs> and, and you know what? We are trying our best to be able to increase those opportunities so that students aren't all of a sudden surprised as they're nearing their end of their education. Oh, I had a student union? Like We don't want them to miss out on all the different services and benefits that there are from it. So hopefully we'll be able to get feedback from our members on what exactly they're looking for. And we can then tailor it. We've got our ideas, but it's great to be able to incorporate what our members are really looking for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Again, my name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director. We've got Brandon Simmons, who's our president. We got Melinda Gertz, aka Mel. Usually Mel. We're playing with Mel before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's our v VP external and student affairs. Again, launching this podcast is so unique and so exciting for a student union. What we're going to do today is uh, we're going to get to know you guys a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit of a few initiatives that are uh, being kicked off by AUSU. But the one thing that I cannot leave is the fact that you guys each have four children at home. And your students at AU, and just like, what do you guys do in your spare time when you got like four kids at home? Gosh, Jody, is it four already? I kind of I stopped counting at three, but if it's four, wow, is that? I think it's four now. Well, you had twins. You had twins. Right, I so it probably felt end. like three. Yeah, it's kind of a double down more than it is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's <laughs> and you just had your fourth, right, Brendan? Yeah, just this year. So what do you guys do in your spare time, when, like outside of just enjoying going to the bathroom by yourself? It's a funny thought. I don't know if I'd say we have spare time. And I think, you know what, I think that's not just because we've got kids, but it's quite common for, for most AU students, but you end up kind of having to make time and you just shuffle things around and then all of a sudden you're left cramming in your courses at the last minute, like uh, counting down the days till your next five exams next week. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. you kind of, I don't know if there's really ever spare time. It's just a matter of you're always just shuffling one thing to the next until you have a deadline that has to be met. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to start with Melinda and then we're going to go to Brandon. Um, just give us a highlight. Number one, the program that you're in. Mm -hmm. And maybe uh, throw us the favorite course that you've taken uh, thus far, the one that stands out the most. Maybe it was because it was hard and crazy, or maybe just because it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. So I'm taking a four-year Bachelor of Arts um, degree with a major in psychology. And so far, my favorite course, which is kind of a fun twist and may change the plot, the outcome substantially, mm -hmm is so far my favorite course is the one I'm currently taking, sociology, intro sociology course, sociology, I think it's 287. And um, I'm not sure if I should even divulge this information. It may, I may lose some credibility in the process, but to be honest, halfway through the course, I realized that this is what I actually wanted to be studying. Oh, nice. And I'm hoping that maybe that's a common misconception, but since I was truly, when I was in high school, I was um, setting up sociological studies on my own. I was hanging out in like hotel lobbies 
with um, books and plants and like a, a chair and I would sit and read like a friend of mine had this apartment complex where you could see the entryway from the TV and you have to remember without dating myself <laughs> at one point in time this was really cool tech so, so I thought it'd be fascinating to record people's reactions I took a chair down into the lobby ordered a Quizno sub I think and just sat in the lobby and, and read because I was fascinated by the people a that just didn't even notice but most people yeah. had some response because that was not normal behavior now that wasn't like this you know groundbreaking study but from a really young age i've been fascinated by how people relate amongst one another and i've always loved observing and watching and and to be honest i thought that was psychology um so you love human behavior i, I love that as well but yeah. truly now taking this intro sociology course it may change my my concentration so stay tuned that's correct yeah okay but so great we'll course great intro i Unfortunately, I'm dilly-dallying. I'm just reading every single page. Like, I know at this level of um, education, I should be skimming things and uh, being a little bit more, oh, no. more specific, but I, I'm just reading for the love of reading. Like, it's, yeah, just it up. it's a great course. It's a great intro for sure. Yeah. And Brendan? So I'm in a Bachelor of Commerce program. I've jumped around a few times, to be honest. I went back and forth between the Bachelor of Commerce accounting major. I went to just a three-year general studies. I went to three-year Bachelor of Management and kind of found my way back to uh, just a general major in Bachelor of Commerce just because I found, I worked as an accountant for a number of years and realized that's not what I necessarily want to do. I want to, I want to branch out. And so I kind of took a step back so I can now get a broader um, experience when it comes to business. So looking into my market, marketing, human resources, leadership, management, those are all areas that I've now been able to kind of look into. and. Even still, I may still drop down to a three-year general studies degree again, just so I could actually start my MBA at AU quicker. It saves me a year if I, I go down and do that. So it's nice. it's constantly evolving and changing, and it's always interesting talking to students and hearing what everyone's taking, because everything I'm saying, I'm sure, is probably incredibly, sounds incredibly boring to Melinda, but listening to hers, I can't imagine trying to go th make it through some of those courses. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone's different. I'm the one type of person who looks on the syllabus before I register, and if there's an essay, I start looking at the, at the next course. <laughs> so you, you really do see quite a difference. Um, for favorite course, though, um, it would have to be Admin 499. So it's kind of a, a different course. It is technically, it's a self-directed study course. So you have to basically come up with a project, you pitch it to the professor, they give approval, and you kind of go through there. In, the, in my particular case, I actually did it through uh, competing in the CPA board governance competition at, uh, right. for AU. So what's better than going and taking a class and at the end of the day, potentially getting a payday, which ended up being the case. My team ended up winning. And so we got a, a prize of 2000 or yeah, around $2,000 to split between us. So I took a class. I got 100% on the course because our professor said, if you, as long as you make it to the competition, I'll give you 99. And if you win, I'll give you 100. So <laughs> not only did we get good marks in that class, but we also got paid in the end. So you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> I instantly see why that was your favorite. So obviously you're both on the Athabasca University Student Union Executive Committee. And so first of all, high five to both of you for engaging with your university experience and being a part of the student union is, is a huge piece of that. So the first question I've got for you is, and we'll start with Melinda, what's the best part of your experience so far of being on the executive committee? And, and again, just to give you a heads up after Brandon asks, 
I'm going to be asking you about the worst part too. So to start off, uh, what's the what's the best part about being on EC? Gosh, best part questions always make me so hesitant because I know I'm going to say something and then think of the the actual best the, thing. Or oh, the something next was best. Or, oh no, that wasn't really the best. This okay, we'll, we'll give you but an opportunity at the, the end to fill things, in if you one have. Of the, I would say one of the best things so far has been the kind of behind the scene, the ability or the privy to see behind the scenes, kind of at the university. So um, I think especially in the the way our university is set up. Um, as a student, we don't often get to see the way the structure of the university is, meeting with the different deans of faculties, just getting to meet with a lot of the um, st executives on the of the university itself. Um, I have a much broader understanding of how these universities are run and just the management, the operations of them, and then also our union as well, our students' union. So being able to see those may get Emmanuel to scratch this entire answer. No, no, it's, I love it. It's good. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That I was good. Best, I don't know if that's my best part. But you know what? You can have you can have multiple best parts, I guess. Mm -hmm. But Brandon, what about you? Well, and I was just gonna say to Melinda, you know what? It changes. So you've been in your role for six months. No, I guess we're we're almost at a year already for this first term. Man, time just flies. Nine months. Nine, Nine months. months, but uh, yeah, you know what? You could have my fifth baby by now. <laughs> but you know what? It <laughs> you know what? I've now I'm I'm going on three now, oh, almost four years now as an executive, and you know what? There's different parts that you learn to just love, and and it kind of adapts. But I think one of the consistent pieces that I've I've enjoyed is being able to stand up for students. Um, so that's at the university level. We sit on the board of governors, general faculties councils, which are kind of the governing bodies and to be able to come up and say you know what this is what needs to happen for students we hear all the time we watch social media we talk to as many students as we can we send out surveys and to be able to take that back to the university and say this was what needs to happen and be able to have a voice there and then even to, to take that into the government perspective and we do a lot of federal advocacy and we're looking into doing more and more provincial advocacy and it's great to be able to actually bring forward students' ideas and what their needs are, and then to actually see either university or government make changes on that. I think that's probably been the one constant. There's many different yeah, yeah. perks of it, but that's the one constant. I think. No, that's good. I'm going to re-answer that first one, if that's okay. Are you going to say that the best yeah, part so the is best working part with me and Brendan? That's exactly it. What I would say has been the best thing. Uh, was quite a surprise. I was anticipating it to be many different things, but if I were to narrow it down and choose one, the best part so far has been sitting on the awards committee and reading the applications. So recently, it was back in November when it was one of our um, annual like deadlines, and I was able to read in one sitting uh, between 40 and 50 applications. I kind of sat down on my couch with my coffee and my puppy on my lap and kind of hunkered down. And after I was done, I had gone through such a range of emotions <laughs> from true like empathy on the situation that some of our students are in and, mm -hmm. and doubled or paired with um, such pride in the resiliency of some of like some of our students that are so determined even though they have so many things going on in their life or perhaps so many barriers or so many things truly not in their favor but these people are determined and that determination is so um, almost contagious like uh, I yeah. truly at the end of reading all of those applications changed the way I look at my peers the way I feel about my university um, I could get on quite a little soapbox actually just how inspired I truly was by reading those applications and 
I would have to say that's been my favorite part. And how fun is it giving out money? Right? Yeah, and right? then to say like, oh, you, yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So maybe that's a segue, and uh, what's been the worst, the craziest thing that you've experienced being on EC where you're like, I did not anticipate that. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my one of one of the great advantages of being in this role is that it does pair well with my life for the most part. So because it is online and um, we can attend most of our meetings um, at home, that it does have a huge advantage. Um, my life is quite um, random from one week, one day to the other. So usually um, Usually it's kind of a non-thing. Again, I have my, my office at home that I work from and, and that's usually what that looks like. Um, there are some days, however, where we will have meetings get scheduled and it's a little bit beyond our control on when that, the time frame. So there is the odd meeting that I will attend via teleconference with my headset on when my twins are home. And my twins currently are about five years old. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, they're pretty self-sufficient. We'll get them crafting or, you know, you definitely learn how to, how to manage their, them while, while you're, while you're um, kind of participating in the meeting. Um, however, I would say, so my least favorite so far is times when um, that is not always conducive to me, whatever's going on in my, yeah, my real-time environment. So yeah. I don't know if we really want this story, this next one that we've <laughs> um, so, uh, of recent, I believe this was actually just last week, uh, we were on a, a meeting, a phone call, and um, I hear from my headset one of the twins yelling and screaming at me from upstairs. So I, I run upstairs to go see what the emergency is, not expecting a real emergency, when indeed um, the toilet was overflowing. So you can imagine, Major I'll, I'll keep the graphic detail down, um, just for our <laughs> listeners, but um, so it, real time there's this emergency so I I'm literally pull the you know the top off the toilet I'm holding the little plunger piece up and this is and happening while you're in the teleconference I'm, and I'm meeting. still actively listening which is painful I don't know if anyone's been in this situation but it's painful when you're actively trying to listen but trying to dedicate part of your brain to, to deal with some scenario yeah. um, so I, and I'm just watching it praying praying that it doesn't overfill and it does it sure enough does so um, yeah trying to manage that and and See, this just falls into the category of being a mom, right? It's this true. Is, this is what it's you do. True. Mom life. I think that should be totally. a hashtag. Shirt yeah, this should be a shirt. Mom life. Um, Brandon, obviously, you've got quite a bit of experience in the different roles uh, on executive committee. Um, is there a scenario where you're like, "Oh my goodness, this is this has got to be the worst part of this job"? I'd say, you know what? It's it's stressful. It <laughs> you know, what you be, talk yeah. to. Um, I know when I first found out about the student union, my thought was what is a student what does an online student union do like there's no we're not having a dance we're not going to put up posters we're not going to do so what on earth do they even do and you realize once you get into it it's it's busy it's there's a reason they call it student government like you, you do operate in a very similar manner you have your democratic election process and then you're constantly working um to fulfill the needs of of the people you represent and you know what we're uh it becomes a you just never know what's going to happen we've had two instances this year alone where all of a sudden you've got bill 19 in alberta get dropped and now it's okay now what are we going to do and what's our response going to be and now yeah. then coming back even to uh the recent changes in ontario here i'm supposed to be taking some time off and getting everything done on my schooling and I get a, a notification saying, hey, you should go check out. I think Ontario is doing something. We find out now there's been massive cuts to post-secondary education. And now it's, okay, we've got significant representation out there. What are we going to do for those students? This is terrible news. 
and it's like okay well supposed to be taking time off it's my vacation day but uh i can't <laughs> it makes it really difficult to get back into schooling knowing when knowing you know what we've got to be able to come up with something, something. what, what can we do to, yeah. there's all these different crises that do seem to come up and you know what it's challenging but you know it's still really enjoyable at the end of the day that's great well obviously and you stuck around so it can't be that bad <laughs> And you know what, at the end of the day too, this is an opportunity for student leaders to come and get some really great experience working within the student union environment. And let's not forget, you know, we also get paid too. So there's opportunity there to, to grow and develop and, and to really build a resume while you're going to school. And so um, I think that's a, a really great highlight for, for being on executive committee. The next thing we want to sort of touch on is a, a new initiative that we're seeing within the university. AU has now partnered with ProctorU. ProctorU is an online exam and vigilation company uh, that allows students to be able to have those exams proctored for them while they're taking exams at home, uh, in the comfort of your home, at the comfort of whatever time of the day you want. I know both of you have used ProctorU. Uh, I just wanted to sort of get a, a bit of a maybe a tip or a little snippet of the experience that you had using ProctorU and uh, Melinda, maybe I'll start with you. And uh, any tips for the students out there that are thinking about maybe trying ProctorU out, and maybe are either nervous about doing it or maybe just don't know enough about it? What can you share about your experience using ProctorU as to, to maybe write one of your online exams? Yeah, for sure. So the ProctorU is actually a really easy process. Um, I would give probably three uh, main tips. Firstly. The process itself is super simple, like setting up, logging in, like it's a really user-friendly kind of process. So that's easy enough. After you've kind of gone in, logged in, and uh, created your, kind of registered for your exam, picked the date and time and registered, uh, you still need to register that you have done that with the university. Right. I know that sounds really obvious, but when I first, <laughs> when I did my first one, it. Um, it almost seemed as though because you have the option to select Appalachian University and then choose times, um, I think I, I made the assumption that it would they would talk back and forth. That's not the case. So even though you've registered with ProctorU, your next step will then be to go to the Appalachian University website and make sure you kind of register that. So that would be tip number one. Tip number two, after you get after sorry after you've registered, you're going to get an email from ProctorU. And it kind of gives you a link, I believe, to a YouTube video on how to prepare. Watch it. It takes a minute and a half, and it's, they tell you everything you need to know. So um, I would leave it at that. And then Good. the third one, I have three words. If you have any troubleshooting or need any help, use the chat. So the other day, um, I had a, an exam booked. My daughter's cheerleading competition um, information came out, and I realized there was a conflict. When I went back to ProctorU uh, online and saw the available slots that I could change it to, there was none available. They were all at like 12.05 a.m. that day. Um, so I was ready to abandon ship, and it wasn't until chatting with um, my fellow execs that one of them said, use the chat. Within five minutes, I had real time spoken with someone. They moved it to 9.30 that night, which worked out perfectly for me. So those would be my tips. Love it. That's great. And Brandon, um, any, any thought on your experience of using ProctorU? You know, it's been it's been a great experience. It's it's uh, saved me a couple of times. I remember one time I was just super stressed about trying to get all my exams done, and tight deadlines, which is what it seems to always be. You're cramming in the last little bits of your course, and it's nice because it's very flexible. I went and it was five minutes to my exam start time, and I was 
looking at it, I'm not ready. And so I went and I paid, I think it was like five bucks to reschedule it. And all of a sudden I pushed the exam like three hours. Yeah, I ended up writing the exam at like 10 o'clock, starting it at like 10 o'clock at night. But it, it gave me that flexibility that I could do that. Right. And you know what, having that extra three hours to study was at that point in time, it was worth the, it was worth the five or six dollars that it, it costs. So it is great. It's a great system. And as long as you go through and make do the tests, like there is the, that self-test you can do. It makes a world of a difference because if you can go through there, connect with somebody, then you know your computer's all set up, you're ready. As soon as you go to log in to take your test, you can get kind of right into it and instead of having to troubleshoot some IT issues. Yeah, there's no question there's a level of flexibility that I think AU students are seeking and, and there's no question that ProctorU uh, provides that. Um, and it's okay to trust it, you know, and I think that's, uh, I think it's, we're going to see more and more uptake with students that are utilizing ProctorU, we have to identify that this service, it's still pretty new. So uh, definitely get out there, give it a go. If you have any questions about using ProctorU, feel free to reach out to the office uh, for the Students' Union, and, and we can definitely help uh, to at least get you pointed in the right direction. And uh, the AU website also has a, an area where it outlines all of the features of the ProctorU exam invigilation service. So definitely check that out. Um, before we sign off, I want to sort of come back to you guys and, and just see what you've got coming up next. And I know that there's, uh, whether it's an event that you might have, uh, maybe an initiative that's really exciting. What's something that's on the corner of your desk, Melinda, that you're, you're looking forward to coming up? All right, so a few things coming up. I know we are planning to attend CASA, which is the Canadian Alliance of Student Associations. They're having their uh, annual AGM in Halifax, so we're going to be checking that out in March. Um, and. Honestly, I think we're going to keep coming back with it. As soon as we learn things, we're going to come back here. So it's just going to be a place where people can come back and get tips on different things, whatever might be relevant at that point in time. We're going to have our elections coming up. Uh, so we'll certainly be touching base on those as well. Sweet. And Brandon? It's going to be a busy couple, <laughs> couple months. There's lots of uh, projects that we've got on the go. And you know, I think it's going to be interesting as we're looking at uh, a couple new services that we might be able to offer students. And we're always looking for new ways that we can connect and we think we might have found a couple unique ways so we're gonna we're still doing some digging on it and so there might be some more details coming out but there's some really good ideas that, that we've kind of come up as we've been kind of working throughout this uh, executive retreat and over the past few months with executive as well as even just council in general so there's a lot of exciting things coming so stay tuned is what you're saying That's right. yeah so anyways we want to thank you for joining <laughs> us today this has been an amazing launch for the AUSU podcast, first things first, we need you to help us find a title or a name for our podcast. Uh, we want to have some fun with this, and outside of uh, Executive Threesome, I don't know, I don't know what else we want to be able to refer to this. So um, we're going to find a cool way to name our podcast. So you want to be the one to have that type of legacy and put your name. We want to hear from you. So uh, stay tuned for future podcasts. Uh, we're super excited to uh, keep you informed. Brandon, thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Linda, always a great time. Signing off from AUSU. Thanks, everybody.